What's up, everyone? Welcome back, Chasing Chips. Um, so yeah, just really, just get into it. Let's all get this into summer, it. This, all this, not summer league, but all this basketball, all these runs, these open yep. runs, these it's fun. league type of leagues. It's fun. It's all over the place, everywhere. It's, I feel like a new one is popping up every single week. Ones I've never like the ones I know is the Drew League, uh, Jamal Crawford's league, and the one in Jersey. Right, those three of the ones you know. Other You're than right. that, all the other ones, I'm like, is this just a pickup game? And yeah, I know cool, Rico, Rico's ball is, is yeah. pretty dope. But well, they got the pro am, right? The pro am, the yeah. Drew League, those are the ones I know. Pro am, typically the talent, I feel like, is not very good. And then the Drew League, the talent is better. But yeah. let's remind everyone that this is just pickup basketball. This is not NBA basketball. So I understand that there's a lot of highlights that are getting picked out. And it's fun to watch. Like, it's cool to see players play in, you know, these random uh, tournaments and stuff. So that's just fun. But let's not start, like, making, you know, rash decisions or judgment calls on these players' talents just based off of, uh, you know, how they're playing in just a basic fucking pickup game, you know. Like, what's his name that, that just had a shit-ass... Uh, game had like six points or something like that. Oh, John, okay, John Collins and Trey Young, they struggled hard, right? Yeah, yeah, and that was yeah, uh, they struggled. but so what? They're gonna be fucking amazing. But the biggest one everybody's right now is talking about is this beef that we've all kind of started to, and it looks like it's created as over at a at a um, at one of these runs is Dante Murray and uh, Paolo, you know, yeah, I don't know. I saw that, I just, I just watched all that shit. And I must say, uh, I didn't know DeJounte uh, Murray was like this, was, was so uh, in your face uh, and loud about it. Uh, it's fun to see that. I think he's finally uh, on his come up. Like he had a great year last year and he's, you know, trading, trading to the Hawks. It's going to create new opportunities for him. Uh, dude's like a walking triple-double. Uh, needs to work on his three game a little bit. But overall, it's fun to see him get hyped. You know, because he's been uh, a little up and down this past, like, how long has he been here? One, two, three, four, six, like six years now uh, in the league. He's 25. And uh, so he's been in the league for a minute. Yeah. And his, and, you know, I love the fact that he's getting in Paulo's face and being aggressive and stuff like that. But, but I do want to calm people down, you know, like, let's be real. Uh, Paulo is going to be an amazing player. He got drafted first. You know, DeJounte Murray got drafted 29th. Uh, he's in his, like, you know, sixth year or seventh year or whatever. Year, yep. Going into his seventh year. And let's give it some time. You know, why is why is Paolo getting picked on all the time? Like, who else? Uh, Donovan Mitchell, like, was in Paolo's face at a pickup game, too. And I, I guess it's like you want to pick on the young bloods. I get it. But Paolo ain't no chump, bro. Uh, I watched that game. I watched that game, and that man was getting fouled like every goddamn possession. And hit Paolo's team was garbage. They had a dude out in sweatpants guarding DeJounte Murray. Uh, so I don't know how who picks these teams. I don't know if it's just like Paolo coming with his crew and DeJounte Murray coming with his crew. But it was it was pretty funny, the, the difference in talent between the two teams. You know, DeJounte Murray's team was getting, like, rebounds and shit, and they were, like, getting putbacks, and, like, they were actually scoring – 
because I was watching the whole fucking game. And Paula's team was a joke. They were, like, losing by 10, 15 the whole game. So that does have a significant factor in a lot of this shit because they're setting up their boy, you know, making him look good. And when your team's up, it's easy to talk. You know, when it's up, you easy to talk. So and I don't know. Yeah. I think this is going to help Paolo. You know what I'm saying? Coming in, you always are, you're the number one pick. So you already got a target on your back. Everybody's already going to come at you crazy, already going to want to prove themselves, especially like low draft picks, first round draft picks like Duante and, you know, Donovan. You know what I'm saying? They're, not, you know, Donovan was what? Top, not, what was he? Uh, he's like in the 20s, I think, right? Or maybe. Yeah, he's also. Teens, at least. No, no, no. He was 13. 13. But anybody that felt that they should have been a top 10 pick, and they both did. Um, they see a number one pick, and you're, you're like beeline, beeline. You want to come at them. You want to make sure they hear you, feel your presence. So I, I think I think Paolo's going to – this is helping him. He gets to see that, oh, man, these NBA players in these pro-ams and these runs are already coming at me, being extra, doing everything, pointing, you know, all this stuff. And this is just a pickup game, for real, for real. And they're all doing this because he's the number one pick. They want to make yeah. sure that you know they're they're there. So I think this coming in, yeah. he's going to know that. And if he can match their level of play in the NBA, it's going to be a problem, especially when the game is more set around the certain players because we all know the Magic offense is about to be about Paolo. It's not going to be about nobody else. It's going to be about him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And with you know Murray, we don't know what that offense is going to look like yet. You know, right. he's out of the – He's out of the uh, what's it called Popovich offense. He's going into the Hawks. Got Trey. Yeah. Dude, the Hawks gonna be that's good. Gonna like. They're gonna be good. Mitchell is you know? Mitchell. Right. Mitchell is Mitchell. He's gonna do what Mitchell does. We don't even know if he's gonna be on the Jazz next year. He might be with the Knicks. Who knows where he's gonna be? But I honestly believe Mitchell has reached the ceiling. I don't know if I'm. I don't think he's. I don't. I don't expect nothing else out of Mitchell going forward. You know what I'm saying? I think yeah. he is what he is. So. The thing about Paolo, though, I, I don't know what his feeling is. I don't know. And the more yeah. they poke the bear, he going to come. He going to come at them when that season starts. It's right. going to be a give him, give him six years. Give him six years and see what happens to Dante. Yeah. You know? yeah. So yeah. Let's, let's calm it down. You know, I love the chirping. I love the aggression. You know, honestly, you, you had one season where you, you know, averaged over 20 points. You know, I, I'm happy for you. I'm happy that you're finally coming into your own and you're, a great player, and you're gonna do great on the Hawks. But why are you picking on this dude, man? Like he's 19 years old. You got drafted number one. I get it, but he's like two times your size. You didn't really even guard him the whole game. Uh, your whole team fouled him every time. He got like 20 million free throws that entire game. So I'm not picking sides here. I'm just saying, like, hey, man, this guy's a young blood. Let him get in the league and let him show him what, what he got. No one's picking on you when you average fucking three points your first season. You know. So right. let's calm down. Let's just calm down. But I also want to touch on this social media type of run, uh, this 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 kind of log line for these two players, Paolo and Chet. Whenever I see Paolo's stuff on the internet, it's like he's struggling or he's doing something. It's always like a negative type of line written about him. Like it's not like positive. When it's a Chet, it is all positive, all positive. One time, I don't know if you saw the clip of Chet going behind him back, losing his dribble, then taking like. And then he traveled and make the layup, and, the, and the, the line was check going off on him. I'm like, what are you watching? What are, we, are we watching the same thing? Did you see right. him lose his dribble and then 
take three, four steps just to throw the ball off the backboard, awkwardly get the rebound and lay it back up. Like, and then he was like, I, yeah. I'm like, come on, man. I think Chet is just the man is uh like he is a very unique looking individual, you know? Yeah. And people are surprised when they see how good he is, but then they look at Paolo and it's like, man, this guy's like built like a football player or a basketball player. Like he just looks like a natural athlete and he looks like he should dominate. So when he doesn't dominate to what people are expecting, maybe that he gets more criticism than he should. And then the same on the flip side with Chet, like he's so like, he's like 80 pounds and like seven foot two or something. And like, it's just wild that uh, he's just so skinny and still so skillful. Uh, I think that might be have something to do with it. That's just my yeah, because, theory. I, I, I agree. I agree completely. Because they also, let's look at the two teams they're entering. They're, one, Chet, is entering an AAU team. That's all they are. The OKC is an AAU team. Their best player is shy. I feel bad for him that he's there. I wish he was really. His well, prime going to get gone. He's, oh, man, I hope he gets he gone. Gotta I go. hope. He, he got to go. go. He's yeah. just, I, 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 can't, I can't believe he's sitting at home watching what he's going to have to play with. Like, and all these guys doing their TikToks and all that stuff. He's like, man, I'm really playing with an AAU team. The thing about Paolo is it's lucky for, like, lucky for him, even though Magic are not that good, they still got professionals on that team. They still got some yeah. old guys that are been in the NBA that can teach him the ways and get him up to speed as quickly as possible. Chet does not have that. Mm. Not, not one bit. So, right there, oh, I think I that's like both team, I feel like both teams got some talent. So, like, I feel like OKC, they have no yeah. expectations. Um, the Magic is just, like, weird. I don't really know what's going on over there. Like, they have some talent, but it's not orchestrated in a cohesive manner. It's just like, oh, we'll just draft the, the best guy. You know, they got Jalen mm-hmm. Suggs last time, and who knows what's going on. They got Jonathan Isaac, who can't stay healthy, but he's really good. Then who else they got? They got Mobamba. They got yeah, uh, what's Franz Wagner. You know, so, so they got some. Uh, they, got they got some, some guys. Over there. Their team is definitely better. Yeah. Than OKC, obviously. Yeah, Cole Anthony. You know, they got a squad. Yeah. So, but Bobo, they make the playoffs. Bobo, Gary Harris, oh, Markel Fultz. Gary, don't you know, even talk to me about Gary Harris, bro. Marco Fultz, I, you know, I, always on the Gary comeback. Young, they got Terrence Ross, Wendell Carter Jr. I Terrence, think obviously, Terrence Ross gone. You, you know he's leaving. Um, yeah, he said he don't want to be there. But I'm not saying I'm not saying we're not saying everybody listening or everybody watching that there these two teams are going to be coming out and be the playoff. Orlando Magic about to make the playoffs or something like that. I'm just saying these yeah. guys are getting dumped in two different situations. So I want you all to pay attention to what people are saying about these two guys. And how different it is going to be coming into the season. Because one, like you said, is going to get rid of crew for every move he make. And one's going to get that surprise. Like, oh my gosh, I can't believe he can do that. And the funny hmm. thing is, they all, both of them been playing basketball, been at the top of their tier of their game their entire lives. Yeah. So, I want everybody to just put them on the equal playing field. Do you, know you think it's a white thing? Yes, I do. Oh, man, you know I do. Most likely. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you know I do. Yeah, you know it, man. Please, yeah. <laughs> come on, man. Media always does that. They always they make me like somebody or one of our you know interviews called him the white Jesus. They just that's how they treat and check. You know what I'm saying? Like, like <laughs> I, I, I do feel you. Yeah. I mean, I, we there are as you know white dude 
I will say that it it gets a little fishy sometimes. Like when uh like some players that you know are average that get a lot of hype, uh, and it's like what's the X factor? You know, if you look at Hillbilly Kobe, you know, and and that dude uh, Austin Reeves. Like I don't understand it. I know he's like decent, but he's a middle of the tier uh, bench player and. I know he just gets a lot of hype for him, but there's a bunch of players like that that yeah, are like average, like and and if they're white, then they do get some like weird attention that is just like what? Well, I mean, I'm all for good vibes, but yes, but it but does get like a little bit standard. much. It's like the, it's also the league though because it's it, mm. it's it's similar. I call this that similar to a white basketball player in the NBA gets a certain type of hype, just like a black quarterback gets in the NFL. Like you just somehow, some way, mm. you look at them. You try not to. You don't want to. You want to look at them equal. White quarterback, black quarterback, the same way. You want to look at yeah. a, a white basketball player, a black basketball player, the same way. But it's hard for you. Not it's hard. Austin Reeves, you know, coincidentally just just came on at the time where the Lakers were just yearning to have Alex Caruso, but they didn't have Alex anymore, so they had another white basketball player okay. step in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Do I think Austin Reeves loves the Hillbilly Kobe name? It's great to be connected to Kobe somehow, but I don't know if he likes being called a Hillbilly. But yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's why he was looking for a new nickname over the summer. He's been asking, like, hey, you guys, could we come up with a new nickname for me? Because I low-key don't like the one I already had, you know? So yeah. it's it's one of those things, like, I, I go off a of skill. I, I low-key don't. I'm not going to be that person, but I, when it comes to life, like, oh, I don't see color. Bro, in, in in sports, I don't. It's about how good you are. You know what I mean? Mm. And then you are compared to your counterparts on your team. Are you that good? You know what I'm saying? We can name multiple uh, black guys that are playing basketball that weren't good. We can name multiple mm. uh, Europeans that weren't good, that we all thought were going to be good. It, it, it doesn't matter. But I just want to, when it comes to me. Huh? Dragon Vendor. Oh my gosh. Fucking but, but, fuck. <laughs> it just dude, comes to the point. Like, just come on. Dude, the Suns loved drafting like um white players that they thought were gonna be like really good and they end up just sucking. Uh Alex Len, Dragon Bender, those players, man. They hurt me. We got Jimmer Fredette for a little bit. <laughs> Damn. Those 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 sound like your owner picks right there. Your owner was stepping in. What's his, uh, let's not say his name, but... Yeah. Oh, Robert Sarver? Yeah, fuck that dude. But, yuck, 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 no, yuck, but it yuck, was... um. What's his name? What's the uh, old GM? The dude that was... He had the the big ears, and he kind of was balding a little bit. And uh, McDonough, right? Ryan McDonough. Yeah, he's a nerd. He... I mean, like, I mean, he did get Dem Booker, but he also, you know, drafted Aiden and uh, Luka Doncic. You know, when we had... We had Luka Doncic's uh, head coach back in, in his home country where he was playing or wherever he was playing in the league before. And we had him on as our coach whenever we drafted uh, fucking DeAndre Ayton. And, I mean, I know I get the Arizona connection, but I don't know. Everyone thought Ayton was going to be the next Shaq, but. So, wait, 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 wait. Go on. So, going back, you saying you – I mean, obviously – we all know what the answer should be, but you wish they would have picked Luca instead of Aiden. 
Oh, a hundred percent. You got to be fucking insane to 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 think otherwise. Really, you do. <laughs> like, I, hey, listen. Like, whatever the, what the Mavs did to us in the playoffs was, you know, you tip your hat to them. Luca fucking took over. Everyone knows Luca is amazing. Uh, he does complain and he does flop a lot, but that's just how good he is. You know, he knows how to control the refs. But that doesn't mean that he's still clearly the number one pick in that draft. There's no question. I think Aiden would tell you that. I think Aiden would tell you, yeah, Luca should have been drafted number one. <laughs> uh. Yeah, that's a lot for y'all to have all that intel and still not draft the guy first. You know what I'm saying? For real. But it's, it's something, it's something. That's the same thing with the NBA. It's something It's just really hard sometimes for guys that are, for, you're especially overseas, to get drafted number one. You know what I'm saying? Even though Aiden, you know, that have not played in the States, mm. is not from the U.S., you know. Well, but, no, he's from Bahamas, but he uh, he played in, he played in Arizona. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. He played in the States. So I'm trying to think of the who is the last European player to be drafted number one. Who's a, who's the last foreign player to be drafted number one? Oh, yeah, foreign player to be drafted. I mean, I know Yao Ming was drafted uh, yeah. number one. Um, but who? Who was drafted number one? Um, it might be Yao Ming, honestly. It might be. You I'm Googling that shit? Right now. Huh? You look. You I'm looking right now. You you uh, using good I'm keywords right now. Hand. You don't. It doesn't seem like you're very using I'm, very. I'm I'm, I'm, dry, I'm, 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 dry, I'm using with one hand. I gotta hold this mic. Give me a second. What are you Give typing? Me. Are you typing like the whole sentence? Are you a whole sentence? Yeah, uh, no, Google I, search? I look at just doing too much. <laughs> doing too much. Right, oh no, Andre Bagnani. Andre Bagnani. Oh, that guy that got like hurt, didn't he, or something like that? Dude, I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, he was, he was, he was who drafted him again? Was it was it the Nuggets or the who, who Toronto did? Raptors? The Raptors. Yep, yep. And wow. then Andrew Bogut. But the I Andrew, can't Andrew Bogut got, got drafted. It was draft number one. What was the draft class huh? in that? What, what year was that? Which one? Bogut's. Who are we Bogut's talking about? Bogut. Yeah. What Bogut's was the draft full class? Draft. He's two thousand five. Give me some names. Give you some names of the 2005 drafts after Andrew Bogut. Oh, Andrew Bogut played in the States. He played at Utah. So oh, okay. that kind of doesn't count for him. Mm-hmm. But so we're, we're not going to go through that for now right now, guys. We're going to go to Andrea Bagnani, who was drafted <laughs> from Italy. Second pick after Andrea. Marcus Aldridge. Adam Morrison. Tyrese Thomas. Sheldon Williams. Brandon Roy. Randy Foy. Brandon Roy Rudy was that Gay. low? Yeah. Damn. Rudy Gay was in there? Rudy Gay. Patrick yeah. O'Brien. Mohamed Sani. JJ Reddick. JJ. Oh, man. Let's not go back into JJ. The only person that's in that draft that's still playing is Raja Rondo. And that was low. Kyle Lowry was drafted. Wait, Raja Rondo still playing? Is he, is he in the Hawks now? Or where is he at? Oh, well, he's a free agent right now. Not a, and he just got in trouble, so I don't know if he's still going to be playing. But uh, What did he get in trouble for? Uh, Domestic violence, want to say? Oh, Raja. You shouldn't have. Uh, yes, you should. That's what happens when you give your kid champagne, bro. 
I'm just playing. I'm looking up that Boga draft class because you failed me when you when you try to do that. Um, because I'm very curious. Like Boga, drafting Boga at number one is just like how good was he? I mean, he like he was good at Utah. Yeah, I know. Marvin Williams, De- Darren Williams, oh Chris Marvin Paul, Williams, Darren Williams, Chris Paul, Raymond wow, Channing Fry, Andrew Bo, Andrew Bynum. Channing Fry was I mean, awful. But the only person still in the draft, in this draft, still in the league is right now is Chris Paul. Wow, Chris Paul's uh, so that, old, bro. That might be it. Ain't oh, nobody course. else left Definitely. in that draft. Of course not. That's no crazy. one's crazy. No one's a vegetarian like Chris Paul, I guess. He's the only one left. It's crazy. So I feel like CJ Miles playing the league not too long ago. It's Monte Ellis was in this draft. Wow. It's crazy draft. how a lot of the drafts going back like 15, 12. And this is wow. Lou Williams was in this draft too. Lou Williams. So Monte Ellis is at 40, and then Lou Williams was at 45. Damn, that's wild. I guess he isn't really like, like you never would have thought Lou Williams turned into Lou, you know? Lemon Pepper Lou. <laughs> That's why the draft class is such a gamble, bro. You never know. There might be a guy just like floating at 45, and you're just like, oh, yeah, he's going to be a six-man. He's going to win six-man several times. That's what's crazy, you know? That's why James Jones... I don't know. Did you hear about James Jones and how he like? He's like, we don't care about the draft, basically. Like, we don't. And this is something that is known amongst the Suns community. But like, he like hit the gas on it and he got like a interview about it. And basically, uh, James Jones is like, yeah, we just don't focus on the draft at all. We just kind of wing it, and whatever happens, happens, kind of thing. And it's just like, bro, at least try. It is at like you're trying. Yeah, but he wants to win now culture. I fuck with that. I fuck with that. And that's why we're holding out for Kevin Durant. And it's happening. I really want to know what is happening. Because KD is going to have to... He's going to have to demand out of there. Like, I mean, I know he already demanded a trade. Or he made it clear that he wants to be traded. But he's going to have to say something to that sense of, like, I want to go to the Suns right now. Like, I want to go, like... Or I'm not going to play. I'm not going to show up to, you know, camp. Do you really think he would play in the Nets right now? Honestly. Bro, look at here. I don't know what this man wants to do. Uh, I, I just want like... you to make up his mind. It's fucking driving me crazy. I thought this was going to happen like within a couple days when all that shit like went down. I was like, oh, shit. Like, trade's about to happen. I, and two months and later. I, I told you this. That Rudy Gobert didn't tell me trade shit. ruined a lot of stuff. That did. When, it really when did. Timberwolves. Gave up all that for Rudy. Everybody was like, wow. And some people were like, wow, that's good for the Timberwolves. Or, wow, that was good for the Jazz. I was like, wow, this is bad for everybody else that's trying to leave their team. Especially if you're a superstar. Because no, not a lot of teams have assets like that. That right. is a lot. A that lot. was a lot. We're going to find out wow. how We're going to find out how bad that trade was. Uh, you know, a few years down the line, whenever these draft picks come in, you know, you know the whole Celtics thing that went down and Trent, that was a fucking ended up being a disaster uh, for the Nets and the Celtics when they did that Kevin Garnett uh, trade and Paul Pierce trade uh, turned into Jason Tatum and Daniel Brown. Yeah, I think we find out mid season, and I'm not even talking about the draft picks. What do you mean? I think 
I think midseason, I don't if, – if, if the Minnesota Timberwolves are sitting at the bottom of the West, that's oh, a terrible stop trade. It. Stop it. They're going to be a really good team. Like, I, feel, I feel like people are underestimating how good their team is, actually. Like, they – Rudy Gobert, I'm not saying he's, like, the center you won in the playoffs because he's very one-sided. You know what he's going to do. When, when it matters? Uh, well, yeah, no, I, I, no, but he, he's not the best player. Like he was the second best player on the Jazz, yeah, and right. he's not, not going to be the second best player. He's probably, uh, I mean, they got a squad. I, I would honestly put D'Lo comparable to Rudy Gobert in the sense of impact in the playoffs, probably. You know, and uh, you know, Cat is playing the four. Cat's gonna love that shit. I feel like he's gonna thrive. And Anthony oh, yeah. Edwards is only getting better, bro. Anthony Edwards has got MVP in his blood. You know, I feel like he's gonna win MVP. Not obviously not this coming year, but like yeah, he came out down the line, he's gonna win MVP. You know that. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. came out and said that he feels like he's one year away from being like a superstar in the league. He feels like he said he needs one more year to play, and he's gonna be right. Like he's yeah. gonna be MVP level type of play. And, and D'Lo is a is a good point. I mean, he's a Average point guard. If D'Lo plays, but if I feel like if D'Lo steps up on defense, knowing that he has Rudy <laughs> behind, him, then he should. I'm not looking, bro. It's a different. It's a different look. So I'm I'm referring. I to never when seen I was, that man I, play defense. I played in a Beverly. I played in a Beverly uh, Hills league. For the first time in my life, I had two seven footers on my team. You know what I'm saying? First time in my life, I've never played with seven footers in my life. Mm. The the mental change or how I played defense was incredible. Like, I, I already was one of the people that liked to play defense. Now, that's the thing about D'Angelo. He has to start liking to play defense. But to be able to play up on somebody and actually, you know, takes a little, a little more chances and be up in somebody's face, knowing you got Rudy Gobert sitting back there, it's a very special thing. But if you still – if mm. he comes into the league and comes into this season thinking he can play the regular D he's been playing and just keep being lackadaisical – that's going to hurt them. I think he needs to play a little bit more aggressive on the defensive end, and that's going to work for them. Because if you're forcing the guy to Rudy, that's a good thing. You didn't have that presence ever before. I don't think mm. D'Angelo's ever had that type of presence in his entire NBA career. So not this is the first time you have a center that is a defensive presence, and we're not going to knock him, not knock Rudy on that. He is right. defensively great in the middle. You know what I'm saying? Defensive stopper. But if he doesn't step up that season, I think that's where the hinge is. I think Anthony's going to be Anthony. I think Carl's going to be Carl. Rudy's going to be Rudy. I think that four-person four person takes you over the Suns. It has to. The Suns, the Warriors, the you know, the Clippers, oh, they no, all no, have no, these four guys. Real. They're not going to be the Suns. Let's count out. But, like, I would say that they're going to be in top five contention. Next year, I'd say that I would put the Timberwolves in top five contention because you know they're they're pretty young, uh, minus Rudy and well, I mean even Rudy's not really that old for real, right? No, 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 he's not that old. He's cool. I mean, I, yeah. I, I'm trying to think the four so Suns, Clippers, Warriors, and then they got Jaden McDaniel's too. Is actually pretty fucking good. I'm Dude, he, I'm saying Jaden McDaniel's gonna have a good good year like. He's uh, so who's four? So who's the so who uh, so right now? So who the five? If the Timberwolves are in your top five, yeah, I don't, I don't have them in my top five. Even though I can't think of anybody else, the I, for Warriors, some reason, the Warriors, for the me, Suns. It's, 
the Clippers. I look, hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to make sure people hear you clearly. So I'm just trying to get all this out. I, 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 I'm going to let you go first. And then who is the top five teams in the West coming in right now? It is August 7th. We're going to end the, in the pod on this. Who is your top five teams right now in the West? Okay. It's going to be the Warriors, the Suns, and not in order, not in order. The Warriors, Suns, the Clippers, and I got to go to the Nuggets. And then I think the Timberwolves. Boom. Who am I forgetting? Not the Lakers, I don't give a fuck. Not the Trailblazers. You're forgetting, you're forgetting the Memphis Grizzlies. Stop it. I ain't worried about the Memphis Grizzlies. I mean, they're I good. The they're Suns. good. I just, think, I just think the other teams are better. I got the Suns. I got the Grizzlies. I got the Warriors. I got the Clippers. And, and the Nuggets. Those are my. Those yeah. are five. I think those are my top five. And you got to see you got like Grizzlies and the Timberwolves. Is that what you're doing? Yes. Okay. Well, I think the Timberwolves are going to be better than the Grizzlies next year. That's my prediction. Bold prediction. Spicy. Spicy. I, my bold prediction prediction is the New Orleans Pelicans will be better than the Timberwolves. Okay. I got okay. the Pelicans. I got the Pelicans sitting in that sixth spot. Maybe bump up to the fourth, fifth spot, depending on the gameplay of Zion coming out. Because if Zion is Zion, and CJ <laughs> is CJ, and yeah. Brandon is Brandon, That's that true. is a top, that is a that is a very vicious. You Rudy gonna get dunked. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot to do with. I feel like the Pelicans will be better than the Grizzlies, but they might not be better than the Timberwolves. We'll see. We'll see. I think they'll be head to head. Obviously, we'll see. Yeah. But that is who. So your sleeper is who? The Timberwolves. And my sleeper is Pelicans. Okay. So there's gang, that. Gang, gang. There's podcast. that. Thank y'all for listening. We appreciate it. Do your thing. Be blessed. Stay safe. As Bless well. up. We'll see y'all. <laughs>